Welcome to Go Home Heat, a wrestling sports entertainment-ish podcast, Talking Raw. Uh, The main story here on the show, I think we might can just go through this right out the chute, and then we'll get to other things, and then we'll end with the heavyweight title moments, because that's what they decided to end with. They saved MVP Goldberg for last. As Uh, well they should. Now that I thought our chance had passed... You win and save the best for last is what Vanessa Williams once said. Yes, I think that should be Goldberg's like. And obviously Goldberg out. fits. Um, <laughs> okay, so Randy comes out and he reminds us of who he is and he doesn't play well with others and the things we obviously know. Riddle comes out and is like, like every jilted lover, as mm. we said last week, you know, you were trying to teach me a lesson by cheating on me. Mm-hmm. I get it now. I'll yes. be better. I'll be better. <laughs> you better watch out for Riddle, man. I'm telling you, he might go a left eye on you. Randy might underestimate this guy. Yes, and have his trunks burned. Um, <laughs> he, he says that something to the effect of, <laughs> I didn't know, I was doing your arcade wrong, so you must have showed me how to do it. AJ puts an end to this silliness and comes out. Does he really put an end to the silliness? Kevin, I, I think he puts a highlighter on his <laughs> and and so I then love he comes him out so much, dude. Yeah, the little angry. He looks like a character from Smokey and the Bandit. Him and Omos look like characters and act like characters from Smokey and the Bandit. I could see that dude like yelling at you know Burt Reynolds. <laughs> As he drove out of town with his, I, I don't know, money or liquor or girlfriend or elephant. something. You're going to come back here. Driving the elephant across yes, the country. Yes, whatever. <laughs> I can see AJ Styles like opposite Dom DeLuise. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. For whatever reason, I saw this thing about a comedian on The Tonight Show. And it was, it was a guest host, I think, on the Tonight Show. It wasn't Johnny, because things went way off the rails. They would be Johnny anyway sometimes, Carson. Comedian says something to Burt Reynolds about, yes, I'm still married. Burt, like, literally pours his coffee in the dude's lap. Wow. But it's probably liquor, so it didn't hurt him. No, he's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like, dude, Burt was about to kill that dude. Yeah, he was. <laughs> but anyway, um... We get a match here, and it's uh, the wrestling. It's what I always say. You know, you can say what you want about the real character getting on your nerves. The guy's an incredible wrestler. Once the bell rings, dude, and even I, he does not bother me mm-hmm. as much because I've been around a lot of stoners in my life, and, and it doesn't that that dude doesn't get on my nerves really bad anymore. But right, right. I can understand why he gets on a lot of people's nerves. Yeah. But AJ's the best, you know, probably the best of his generation, if not one of the top oh. two or three of all time. Mm-hmm. Depending on who you are. You know, that's all personal preference. Uh, I like the fact that AJ's calf crusher in his later years allows for the matches to have a different dynamic. Mm-hmm. And, like, he gets to work the leg early and then, like, different holds don't work anymore, different uh-huh. things don't work anymore against him because of the hold and then the guy's got through it. Uh, and that gives everything a different dynamic, right? And so, like, we have Riddle with the hopping with one leg up to the top yes. rope, almost winds up 
tripping, uh, uh, not tripping him physically, but tripping him up as in taking his attention away. Mm-hmm. AJ winds up turning that into a really cool Styles clash, mm-hmm. and we get the win by that, and we move on. Did you? It was great, dude. I didn't just like it. It was good wrestling stuff. I mm-hmm. mean, this part of the show I didn't have much problem with. Okay, then we go to fast forward to the end, or the second to last segment of the show, I think, where you have the other end of this these matches where Randy Orton wrestles the ginormous almost. And I thought that they didn't ask almost to do much here. Uh-huh. Randy kind of told all the stories. He was, he kept going for the RKO. He couldn't really get it <laughs> because of the girl. You know, it's just... And then as it plays out, the story is always... Well, always as in we're trying to get to the RKO almost isn't allowing it because he won't bend down or whatever there are several times Randy has him rocked doesn't really look like almost is going to lose as Randy winds up out of the ring AJ decides to help out even more which winds up causing the DQ and then AJ rolls Randy back into the ring and it's time to put the pummeling to him Riddle comes down for the save uh, Riddle does manage to save almost and AJ leave and we have this moment where Randy accepts Riddle and holds him in his arms the crowd ate this up loved it I'm not 100% sure why, why we did all this to get right back to them being tag team partners again but well, I feel it, like the crowd ate it up the whole time I it, if I was going to come up with a point the point is they got past the betrayal that everybody knew was coming. You knew Randy okay. was going to hit him with the RKO at some point. Right. And Riddle's like, I don't even care that you did it. It's not going to ruin it. It's not going to change it. I knew who you were when we started this, pretty much. Okay. We're still going to be a team. So, since you knew it was going to come at some point, they went ahead and gave it to you, so now you can kind of even move past it. That That's my, uh, I don't know if that's right, but I'll. I'll... I like it. It makes more sense when you think about it in those terms. I do like that. Um, speaking of things that make a whole bunch of sense, Hardy versus Cross. Cross goes over. Um, the match long? was okay-ish. Not really. I mean, it wasn't much to it. What was the point? Why were they wrestling a fourth time? Is this four? Is this I, four? I don't, I don't know the answer to that. One, two. He beat him. I thought it was one and one. One and, and one, it, so this is third. Third, right. Why? I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on here. I don't I don't understand why Cross is in a program with Hardy. Uh, the the point to me would be if we're pr- if we're promoting Cross after he loses to Joe to make Cross a killer, even though Joe beats him, he still mm-hmm. comes up as a killer. Why didn't we have him? <laughs> beat Jeff Hardy in the first place if right. that was our point. Right. See, I don't know if they have a plot. I don't yeah. know. This is like, I don't believe that we'll get into it later. I don't believe they had a plan for Nikki. They had a plan to put the belt on her. I don't know if they had a plan past that. I don't know. Yeah. They had a plan. I don't know what their plan was for Cross when he brought him up, but they have... Speaking of obvious plans, let's go ahead and do the Drew McIntyre... Um, gender, gender Mahal segment. Now I will Beer say, Shanky. I will say that Gender's backstage promo about having to have the sword 
felt very Disney cartoonish. Mm-hmm. And I kind of loved it. Yes. I think Jinder is killing it in these scenarios. Jinder is very buffoon. much his Disney villain. He, he is. He can be the buffoon like a champ. Yeah, he and is. he's so imposing anyway, and he has these huge men. And so Drew wrestles a handicap match against Sheer and uh, Veer and... Shanky. Shanky, and dominates them, beats them, pulls the sword out, and the fellas back away, and now Veer and Shanky... Are no longer allowed at at, at a ringside for the match at SummerSlam, and why would I think Gender can win? Why? So unless Gender manages to win, all of this is for nothing. All of this is pointless, right? Because exactly, because other than the fact that Drew wanted to wrestle at a big pay per view against his friend Gender, yeah, in like real life. And for some reason decided it was important to bury these other two dudes you just brought in to do it. <laughs> I don't think that has anything to do with it. Drew. I, I think that they just, that's just, I, I, I would like to think Drew understands wrestling well enough to not say, hey, I should be beating two people at a time, even though I've watched him beat two people at a time now he's for done two it, years. I, he's done it for two straight years, dude. I, <laughs> I mean, yeah. if he ain't the one coming up with it, he certainly, I mean, <laughs> so, so, I mean, he's not tossing he, it out there that they can do something else. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I don't know. He may be sitting there going, Jesus Christ, you know, it doesn't make any sense, but, you know. It's it's incredible. Like, I don't. But he can't beat uh, Bobby Lashley, and he can't beat, but he can beat. I don't get it. Maybe I, he should Maybe he should go wrestle as only in the tag team division as the singles wrestler. Yeah. Yeah, he can do a cane. Yeah. Be the tag team champs by himself. Yes, good for him. It, it's just, it. I don't. I don't get it. I don't get it when I when he comes on my TV at this point. I just there's no amount of frustration level I can give you for that. And I've never been a Drew guy. I didn't particularly care for him in anything he's done. But I, once you ring the bell, I do tend to like his work. Mm-hmm. Um, what was it? Even like out of character, he said something about the sword makes me different. Because and man, I, I know I'm shooting on him, but the sword makes me different because all of us are pretty much well built, and I like to think good-looking guys or something to that effect. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, good-looking guys, mm-hmm. which is just a weird thing to say. Mm-hmm. Like, do you like the cover? Of if you want to complain novel? about WWE, it's it's cookie cutter company with a bunch uh-huh. of big good-looking guys. Uh huh. And your boy's like, well, I need a sword because we're all big and beautiful. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. But and when, it's, oh man, I'm sorry. But I'll move on because I. Miz TV, no oh, Moist TV, Johnny Drip Drip. More he has the Miz come out and kind of they they go back and forth. Obviously Johnny is a little flustered with what the Miz has done. I thought they have so much chemistry that they don't really need good stuff to make it okay. Damien comes out and begins to really delve in to try to drive the wedge between them and the Miz tries to remind of, of his honesty but with any good liar if you allow them to talk eventually they tell the truth uh-huh and he does wind up saying you know I was medically cleared four weeks ago uh-huh Johnny ain't too cool with that and <gasps> so Johnny dun, dun. Johnny winds up doing a Miz and setting up a match between the between and uh-huh. the Miz winds up having to wrestle Damian Priest, and uh, Sheamus comes out. Uh, 
with his mask on, just in case, Arr. I guess. Uh, looking like a, a villain in a some form of <laughs> a horror movie. <laughs> no, no, it's not the that Leprechaun good. 12. <laughs> He talked like the leprechaun. Did you hear him? Yes. Did you notice the whole, you're not getting me gold? You're not getting me gold. What? Like the world's <laughs> biggest leprechaun. God. I love that. Oh, he's so funny. He is great. He is great. See, this- that's my point from your point earlier. If we got these two guys who came in the company pretty much on the same damn day, mm-hmm. we got Seamus and we got Drew McIntyre. Who would I rather watch? Oh, dude. Seamus. Seamus. And they're both good in the ring. I really do. I'm not, you know, they're not not knocking either one of them. But Seamus, I think he's he's great every aspect of the game. He's funny. Right. He's so physical in the ring. And he, Drew may be a little better wrestler. Like a a little more versatile Uh in ring performer. Like, I like, I I can't say that. I I really like Drew's matches. Uh And I, but dude, I love Seamus. And like you said, the whole. You're not getting me gold. Just got me, and you knew he was like cracking himself up, saying yes. that crap backstage. Yes. And winds up, and who knew Seamus could be funny? First of all, for the first eight years of his career, there. right? The funny thing is now you've got access to so much like outside of kayfabe social media material. Mm-hmm. Like I've watched Seamus's workout videos where he works out with different people right. in the, and I've watched the. Uh, like he did the uh, the chiropractor, that extreme chiropractor that worked works on all the guys like him and Miro and mm-hmm. yeah. Lana and all them, and he's hilarious oh, at everything. Oh, when, oh, when he's like trying to work out with Carmella and he, oh, and yeah. he can't hardly move because glutes are so sore from yeah. the dang <laughs> leg to the, the variety of leg crunches that uh-huh. she does to look like she does. And it's just like you said, it's, it's spot on us. As he goes into other people's arenas and does yes. their workouts, it's really good. It's really good. It's a fun show to watch. But, Absolutely, if you like working out. And if and he's just, but, but even if you don't, he's just entertaining. Yes, and yeah. willing. Yeah, he's a he is an affable guy. Yeah, you know. But um, and so but the match is okay. I mean, the Miz is in a suit, so it's it's a little different. Uh, I I did. He's it, no Ikimanjiro, I'll tell you that. Right, and of course. <laughs> The whole point of this is we're getting to, I think we're getting to Ms. Morrison at some point. I would hope. Soon. But Priest Priest taking the belt off Sheamus at the next SummerSlam yes. is probably where we're really going. And yeah. I'm okay with all that. I'm okay with all that. I I'm like a Priest, Priest. I'm a Priest fan. I think that guy's got. And have we gotten have we gotten Sheamus Lashley yet for the title? Mm-mm-mm. Because Drew got in the way of that. I think so. So if if. Lashley retains. I wouldn't mind that in the next couple of weeks. No, that'd be great. Um, a, that'll be a slobber knocker. Mons- Bring back Jr. Mansoor, <laughs> Mansoor versus Mace. Quick painless story match. I, I didn't hate it. No, I like Ali and Mansoor when they're on the screen. I, Ali's even though I don't think they they should be wrestling each other like they're doing all the time. I like seeing Dajakovic and Mace too. So I'm fine with them working together. Well, and you're seeing, we know that without some form of shenanigan, whatever's Ali and Mansoor probably aren't able to no. pull it off against Mace and Dijakovic. And mm-hmm. so then when they do, when Ali does kind of do his shenanigans to pull out a win here and there, mm-hmm. you're not hurting 
mace in them yet, as long as what we do after this mm-hmm. is okay. Which, of course, that's always the question with this company, right? Oh, yeah. With what we do after this. Um, let's do the bliss thing. Mm, I as, saw that. This is an auditory medium, but y'all didn't get to see Kevin's face when he decided he looked down and decided what he's about to talk about next. <laughs> bliss is wrestling... <laughs> Eve at the pay per view, which I can't imagine that's not going to be a five star match. Five star match candidate. You know why you put that on your? You know why you put that on your card, Kevin? Uh-huh. Because Everybody's you got pee. well, no, because you got Bobby Lashley and Goldberg later, and you don't want <laughs> you don't want that to be the worst match on your card. Technically, you want to be able to point at least one other thing on your card and say. <laughs> This is actually worse than that. Have you ever seen the footage of Eva Marie wrestling Brian Kendrick? No. Because he was her trainer? Yes. Dude, she's... There's nothing wrong with her in that scenario. Like, I don't know if it's the crowds or what, but she she has, has moments. When yeah. you, now, of course, it's a highlight footage, so mm-hmm. maybe they shot all day and she put... Then those were the seven moves that were... I don't know. Yeah. But, but it, it's like, I don't get, I don't, because that wasn't even like, it's not like that was yesterday. No, no, that was That was years back ago. when she was doing the Divas show. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so she winds up slapping Dewdrop backstage and saying, go get Lily. Um, Lily, by the way, a little behind on this. I can't believe it didn't happen earlier. Lily is actually on WWE Shop. If you would like to have a Curse. demented cursed doll cursed for doll your child. Your yeah. Yes, absolutely. You can get that done. Well, wink at me, Kevin. Yes, I'm 100% sure you can send it back if it doesn't wink or make your shoes stick to the ground. Oh, wow. Wow. Right, or allow you to summon fire. I believe that's the key. Dude. What a dog. I I want one of these now. You're selling me. I'd like to summon fire. I'd like to summon fire, yeah. Yeah, Right, help out in the grocery store. Um, Be mayor of Knox County, too. (laughs) Yeah, correct. Some people can do both those things. Yes, yes. Okay, and so Dewdrop goes over there and winds up dealing with Lily uh, and Alexa and then they basically get shunned away she comes back and that's when she gets smacked upside the head by Eve right Mm -hmm. and Eve's going to take care of all this herself yes moving along moving along okay (sighs) Nia Charlotte I spoiled the the spoiler right we Uh get Nikki and Rip in a match Charlotte is on commentary. Yes. I felt like the wrestling was very good. Uh-huh. Uh, Nikki winds up losing clean. Who's your champ, Kevin? That's the story we're telling, Justin. The story we're telling is that she's going to... The champ is the third best wrestler in this in this triumvirate, is what you're telling? It's not about being good. It's about almost being good. Okay, I don't. Oh, I don't know if that's. Oh. A, I want to say it's more about. I dude, I get is that, it. Is, I that's do. the Boise State was, story. It's not about being good. It's about almost. No, but, but the Boise Notre Dame hit, story. But Boise hit the, <laughs> the Statue of Liberty and won that game, right? Oh yeah, that's true. Okay, now the story we're telling, and I was, and it's, a week ago I was all in on this, or two weeks ago, can't remember, but. Where it's, you know, she's building to be what she wants to be. She's ahead of schedule because she had the money in the bank, and that works for her. Still, I feel like for this to, it, it was a great moment, her going over. 
with the, with the briefcase. But I feel like for this to matter, she has to pull out the triple threat. Well, you would have to, yeah. Right? And she did, does say, you know, I'm I'm stacked, the odds are stacked against me, and I'm just going to keep going and trying and trying. I get it, and mm-hmm. I get that it can be inspiring. But you do kind of need... To win pay- matches? There has to be a payoff here. Yeah. Right? And now she did beat Charlotte in the No Holds Barred match. Mm-hmm. So that much is works. Um, I didn't. I, I didn't hate it like I feel like you did, but I, didn't I do hate get, it. I did. I do I get just, where you're coming from. Don't. I don't feel like they had a plan. I don't, I don't feel know. like this has a lot. Of, yeah. Okay. Um, but anyway, so Charlotte winds up um, getting humiliated at the end here mm-hmm. as. She's laughing at Nikki for losing, and Nikki immediately attacks like a, a Wolverine. Yeah, yeah. Which is the way I like my Nikki anyway. Right. Or <laughs> what about when she turns into super villain? What's the name of that old LSU defensive back? Honey Badger. Oh, yeah, Tyron. Maybe she's a Honey Badger. Yes. It's Honey Badger don't give a Mm-mm. What a great video. Okay, so Charlotte gets humiliated, runs backstage, and that turns into you go get a tag partner, and you can face both of them. And she does, and she gets Nia, and basically her and Nia win fairly easily over Nikki and um, Ripley. And mm-hmm. I, 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 again, mm-hmm. <sighs> yep. And and it's odd because I feel like there's a word for it. I feel like Charlotte isn't going to win the belt, and I feel like she's. They just set up her in a singles feud with Nia. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's got me confused too. Yes. Because isn't Nia supposed to have to go through Shayna at some point here? I would guess. Yeah. When's that going to happen? Well, Shayna was. Getting ready to deal blackjack backstage, so whatever. Um, <laughs> Hell. Hell's going on with this show, man. Uh, Bill Goldberg. What? Uh, he's got the whole football team of his sons there. Gage, which I'm 100% sure he named after a gun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which is fine. Name your child after whatever inspires you. Um, Bill's looking jack, baby. Mm-hmm. In the words of... Uh, Jimmy King, yes, from Ready to Rumble fame, yes. Bill, you're looking Jack, baby. Uh, some of Bill's best work was in that movie. Uh huh. I don't think it got a star, but I think some of Bill's best work was in the movie. Oh, I would yes say that. <laughs> and we get, you know, they go back and forth, and MVP says your whole career was a let actions talk type of thing, and here we can obviously see you're overcompensating. MVP lays it down about how, you know, your career is over pretty much. And we get the one step spear and Gage jumps the railing and they walk up the, I think the main takeaway here was Goldberg gave the promo of his career. I would say that, yes, this was without a doubt the greatest promo. Ever. That's BS with Venom. Mm-hmm. Dennis Spear. Dennis Spear. 
then that's his, that's, that's, it, that's it, baby. That's it. <laughs> that's what we got. That's what we have for you, folks. This is our go home show. This is to entice you to go watch the show tomorrow night. No, it wasn't. This was this show was not to entice you to watch SummerSlam. Was it? Did, SmackDown was. Yes, yes, it was. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what to do, man. I mean, let me. Uh, Go ahead. Do you think, and this is, and I already told, I told Amanda this. I was like, I bet you money, the match, the in-ring part of Goldberg Bobby Lashley, will not be as long as whatever shenanigans go on after that match is pinned. I don't know if it's Brock Lesnar comes out and hits the F five on somebody. Or if and then or Big E comes out to cash in the belt or something, but I bet you a dollar that whatever goes on around that match is longer than whatever happens in the ring. Dude, I don't know what they're gonna do. You know what though? I think this is a good time to bring up something that I felt like Jr. in an interview about. WWE, or I don't know what the whole context of the interview was, but JR to me hit a shoot on <clears throat> Vince mm. during the week that I found fascinating in this era because I, I feel like JR is probably a conservative, uh, leans conservative politically. Mm. And he said, What he said was, this is exactly what he said. He said, Vince McMahon attacks issues with 1980s Reaganomics. He just throws money at it and thinks it gets better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was stunned at every bit of that statement coming mm-hmm. from him because in many ways, he was sitting beside Vince in all those conversations. Mm-hmm. But also, it just seemed so not JR-ish to bring, mm-hmm. to Harkin Reaganomics, mm-hmm. if anything. But um, when you watch a show like this and you see a Goldberg come out. Yeah. And and the thing is, like, uh, there's been things online and stuff where people go, the when you're at home talking about Goldberg, it's what we're doing right now. And then when you're at the arena, you're marking out, you're screaming, and you're hollering, and all that. And they seem like maybe that's true in the arena. Uh but it seems like it seems like they're pumping in cheers to me. But there's so much difference between bringing back John Cena and bringing back a Bill Goldberg, dude. And I'm not a Cena there's, mark, there's di- but there's a huge difference. Cena, John Cena gets it done. Entertainment value, there's yes. A difference. What the match is going to be, there's mm-hmm. a difference. Perception, yes. You know what I mean. And at some point. You have to let that era go. And I hope, this is my hope, that what Bobby is saying is true. That, and and that deep down, Bill is doing this program so his son can see him perform on a big stage, but this really is his going away party. Mm -hmm. And that he gives you the four minutes he can give you in a match. Kevin. And maybe he hits the spear. But this time... The two and a half minutes he can give us. Or, or just comes out there and hits Bobby with a spear. And Bobby rolls out of the ring. Mm-hmm. And then 
Bobby gets back in the ring and he hits Bobby with another spear. And Bobby uh, rolls away from him for a second and like is in a fetal position or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then Bill gets him to like he's going to jackhammer him. And Bobby manages to inside cradle him. Uh, they break it up. And Bobby runs, hits him with a spear, and it's over. Yeah. That, that's how I booked the match. Two yeah. and a half minutes. Get it done. This Your son gets to see him get hit with, gets to see the two spears we've all, mm-hmm. you know, w- what captivated a, a wrestling nation for the first Dude, five years of his career. His son. Uh, but his son had, had seen it. I remember, I mean, yeah, it, dude. a little bit, but... Why am I having to put through, sit myself through this for that kid to see something he's already seen? I don't, but, you, okay, you know that Bill didn't call Vince. No, that's true. Right. Vince, that's damn true. Vince called Bill. Yes. And said, hey, man, I tried to get Cardi B. She told me no. Yeah. Can and you're you- the next on my list. Because <laughs> right. that's how I think. <laughs> And that is so 100%. Like, I read, I read our article. Yeah. He tried to get Cardi B. Actually, she I tried to get no. Cardi B. I tried to get Megan the Stallion. <laughs> Apparently, not an actual horse. Did you know that, Bill? <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> and then well, I thought it was going to be like Mr. Ed. <laughs> I love talking horses. Oh, my God. What's better than a talking horse? Uh. I was going to beat Ted. Ted had RoboCop. I was going to have a talking horse, Bill. <laughs> but, I mean, that's, you know, and so I hope that's what we get. And I hope this is the swan song for that. Yes. And as we say, you know, we, we see this con man in, not the con man, the K-H-A-N that works for WWE. Yes. Not the con man, Vince. Yes. Um, we see con and we see this new vision for WWE. And we see as he's cutting a lot of talent. And we hear about... Uh, like Seth said, hey man, you know, supposedly at SummerSlam there's an Olympic wrestler gonna the Olympic gold medal is gonna be raised. Mm-hmm. Seth's like, man, I, I wish he would come to Iowa and let us train him. Mm-hmm. Right? And you have this Brock Lesnar lookalike down there at, at developmental. Mm-hmm. And he's gonna be on, he's gonna come out any minute now. I would assume the day Cross moves up, that dude hits the circuit. That dude comes into NXT and starts to do kind of the Goldberg Lesnar blueprint early yeah. on and then moves on but he's, he's but the good thing about that is you know when bill gets famous one thing bischoff said about bill is in his defense he was the biggest thing in wrestling before he knew how to wrestle and all of a sudden he's having to do autograph sessions press all this other stuff what he didn't have time for was learning how to wrestle right and then you would see like he would learn these little spots like the backflip yeah and the little leg roll up like the calf crusher thing he would do every now and then and he would try to put things in there so people couldn't Totally, make. Uh huh. But then as he got older, eh, it, why do I have to do all that? Well, it too, it, you know. I mean, he he wasn't a wrestler. Wrestler. He never trained to do that. He was no. a defensive tackle. Yeah. Or a line, you know, whatever he played. I think it was a defensive tackle. Can't believe. Uh, yeah, he was a defensive player. I can't remember. But but the point is that Lesnar's this little protege guy that looks like Lesnar. He can learn in developmental as he's on TV. Well, yeah, and that's the point in it. Yeah. Too. Right. My point is, maybe this is the swan song. Maybe he loses and goes away. Maybe Cena loses. I wouldn't mind if he got his 17th. And we'll talk about that pay-per-view yeah. a little bit in a whole on the SmackDown episode. But maybe Khan's vision is this SummerSlam being the line in the sand of we're moving on from all of that. Because there's another company that's filling itself up with 
incredibly great wrestling talent that's core is older. Mm-hmm. So maybe Khan's vision is a UFC vision, mm-hmm. which is where brand over individual talent in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. But if we go younger and we push the brand younger and we have action, mm-hmm. maybe that's the thing. Now to do that, of course, the writing has changed. Yes. And, and JR did call out Dunn, I think, in, in that same interview, who sits by him. And he said, you know, they, they both are the same way on these things. Oh, yeah. Um, but I do hope that SummerSlam is wonderful. And I hope that uh, this is the, the point in which the company pivots. There are rumors, too. When he said, Khan said this week, we are open for business in like every aspect. And people think that that was an implication that we might sell the company. That's what I was thinking, too. Would be interesting. Yeah. That would change everything right there. Dude, are you ready? Are you ready? Live from La Vila, Tony Khan. I just bought WWE. Oh my God. (laughs) He would buy La Vila, reopen it for one night only. One night only. Oh my God. And the last match in WWE history could be um, Cena versus Ric Flair. Ric Flair. <laughs> Lord. All right, man. We'll move on. Check out the SmackDown episode for us. Check out our friends at the Gin, uh, Gin Project, the G-I-N-N Project.com. For me, KP, for my man, Justin. Go home.